You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The T-Biz Podcast delivers a recap of the week's major T-News headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. T-Biz is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Think of us as a digital caravan of storytellers, bringing authentic, authoritative, and exclusive stories to you weekly from the tea lands. Hello, everyone. Here are this week's headlines. Fair Trade International predicts climate-related financial disaster for growers. Chemical fertilizer supplies are disrupted, and holiday helpers are in short supply. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Keilani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Eliptia Tea Estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. A hotter and drier climate poses a severe financial threat to millions of farmers in major tea growing regions, according to Fair Trade International. The organization released a 148-page report this week ahead of the United Nations Climate Change Conference in Scotland. Fairtrade called results of the study, quote, extremely alarming and a clarion call for immediate and comprehensive climate action, end quote. The study assessed climate impacts on producers of bananas, cocoa, coffee, cotton, sugarcane, and tea. In summarizing the impact on tea, the authors named East and South Africa and South and Southeast Asia as hotspots likely to suffer heat stress. Quote, Asian tea producers will, on average, experience slightly more days without precipitation, while most African tea producers will experience fewer days without precipitation, Producers in Malawi and Tanzania will be severely impacted by increases in days without precipitation, according to the report. Tea producers in southern India will be particularly impacted by increased heat stress. Quote, nearly all producers will experience more than 30 additional days with extreme temperatures under the two most likely scenarios, end quote, according to the report. Limited financial resources underlie the level of anxiety. African tea growers participating in the study identified 2019 as the first year in which climate change led to financial setbacks. 
India tea growers reported a milder financial impact beginning in 2019. Quote, producers in Ghana are more pessimistic than Indian producers regarding the future, end quote, according to the study. In India, producers are more concerned about the lack of labor than the immediate financial risk, according to the report. Access to credit may be a limitation for farmers who wish to invest in their farms to better adapt to heat and less precipitation, according to the report. Most reported money lenders as their main source of credit. Business Insight African tea farmers view the financial impact of climate change as moderate to very severe, according to the report. Quote, in general, farmers perceive the highest levels of risk in connection with higher temperatures, changing precipitation patterns, and the availability of water, end quote, according to the study, which was financed by the European Union and conducted by VU Amsterdam and the Bern University of Applied Scientists. The report is free to download and available on the TBiz blog. The sudden closure of fertilizer manufacturing plants in the UK and record high prices approaching $1,000 per short ton in North America foretell cutbacks as global food prices reach a 10-year high. There are ample stocks and capacity, but timely arrival is a concern due to the shipping crisis and fertilizer prices are prohibitively high for some applications due to rising energy costs. China, the world's largest agrochemical manufacturer by tonnage, cut output due to rising energy prices, but has since allowed manufacturers to maintain high operating rates to meet domestic food security requirements. Fertilizer exports surged in 2021 with a total of 10.8 million metric tons during the first eight months of the year an increase of 46% compared to the same period in 2020. In July, China suspended phosphate exports, and in August, exports declined by 26% to 2.78 million metric tons. As prices spike across a broad range of plant nutrients, European growers say they may be forced to idle croplands or plant less fertilizer-dependent crops than corn, for example. In the U.S., the price of urea increased 26% in the past month, reaching 80 cents per pound nitrogen. And anhydrous, at 57 cents per pound nitrogen, is averaging $940 per ton. Potash is up 15% compared to September 2020. Business Insight. The disruption is troubling because tea is a very demanding plant requiring three to four hundred kilos of nitrogen per hectare for high quality shoots, plus three secondary nutrients and ten trace elements. No soil in any part of the world can continuously provide full nourishment for plants when they're producing economically significant yields without the use of fertilizer. Workers in U.S. retail and warehouse fulfillment are in high demand and short supply as major employers staff up for the holidays. 
Seasonal culinary workers, delivery drivers, and retail clerks are among the 4.3 million, quote, missing workers, end quote, unable or unwilling to return to work, according to the Wall Street Journal. Money Magazine notes that 10% of seasonal job postings on Indeed.com include the description, urgent. Amazon expects to hire 150,000 seasonal workers, up 50% from 2020, and is paying an average $18 per hour. Supervisors can qualify for $3,000 signing bonuses in key slots. UPS is advertising warehouse and package handler jobs at $22 per hour. Walmart, Target, and FedEx round out the top five seasonal employers with a combined 600,000 slots to fill. In response, smaller retailers and cafes are offering additional hours and more stable work hours to existing employees, investing in staff training, and promising to transition the most promising new hires to full-time work in 2022. Business Insight. There are 10 million openings as workers quit at the highest rate on record. The greatest decline in the eligible worker participation rate is among women, workers without a college degree, and those in low-paying service industries such as hotels, restaurants, and childcare, according to the Wall Street Journal. The pandemic accelerated early retirements among those 55 and older, a trend that economists say is unlikely to reverse. New hires are requesting more flexibility and benefits. The shortage means seasonal and full-time job seekers have greater leverage this year to negotiate bonuses and benefits and wages greater than $15 per hour. Aravindan and Theraman in Bengaluru reports on this week's India Tea Auction Prices. India Tea Price Report for the week ending 23rd October 2021. The focus this week is on the auctions and sale number 42. North India, after a missed week of auctions, saw good demand in Kolkata, Gohati and Siliguri auction centres. In fact, last week saw the highest weekly sale volume for 2021. In Kolkata, 83% of orthodox tea on offer was sold, with the Middle East remaining the top buyer. However, Darjeeling tea saw less uptake. In Guwahati, the market showed good demand for both CTC and orthodox teas, and major blenders were active. In the south, dust tea continued to perform better than leaf across Kochi, Kunur and Coimbatore auctions. In Kunur, buyers from North India were active, reportedly due to the demand from Diwali, which is one of the biggest Indian festivals and is coming up next week. Exports continue to be subdued because of container costs. 108 kilos of green tea on offer in Kunur sold for rupees 300 per kilo. And now, a word from our sponsor. Q-Trade understands that a successful tea blend goes beyond the creative fusion of appearance, aroma, and flavor. Our multi-award winning product development team is passionate about converting natural ingredients into sensory experiences that customers crave. Every recipe is formulated with a commercial backbone of dependable quality sourcing with a pricing structure that supports a safe, regulated, profitable, and scalable blend. Q-Trade meets every brand's retail, food service, and e-commerce need. For more information, visit our website, qtradetees.com.
This week, T-Biz travels to Lincoln, England for a visit with Will Battle, author of the World Tea Encyclopedia and Managing Director of Fine Tea Merchants Limited, a wholesale tea importer and export venture that supplies tea merchants with mainstream offerings as well as rare teas and herbals. Consumers who pay a premium in retail for specialty tea often leave growers to foot the bill. The cost of producing the distinctive taste of the authentic, transparent, eco-friendly, clean-label formulations that are so popular with millennial and Gen Z cohorts are significantly higher than what growers spend supplying conventional tea. A preference for chemical-free cultivation, third-party certifications, energy-efficient, carbon-neutral processing and transport, and recyclable and biodegradable packaging further erode margins along the length of the supply chain. This raises a fundamental question. Is anyone making money making specialty tea? Joining us today is Will Battle, author, consultant, and enthusiast for all things tea. Will trained as a taster in India, Sri Lanka, Kenya, and Malawi, and has 20 years of experience sourcing tea. In this segment, he describes the unique cost to growers producing specialty tea. In part two, T-Biz will interview brand and category managers on the costs they incur in bringing specialty tea to market. Will, from a grower's perspective, is manufacturing specialty tea worth the effort? I think frequently it, it probably isn't really. You know, I look at some of the growers I deal with and uh, the amount that they need to invest from a financial and a human resources perspective is so much greater in almost every area. I struggle to see many instances where that's appropriately rewarded. And, it, and that's pretty much all stages of the chain in, in my experience, Danny. Now, whether it's the pruning, the approach to pruning, to leaf quality stipulated to pluckers or to um, those buying leaf on the open market, the level of uh, detail that the factory need to apply to the processing of the leaf, right on through storage, shipping, all of those processes, in my experience, cost a lot more in the speciality industry. And more often than not, I don't see that rewarded appropriately. Let's talk specifics. What costs are unique to producing specialty tea? Let's take Darjeeling, for example. Your, your approach to uh, the pruning cycle. Perhaps a good case in point would be my experience with Jayshree's Darjeeling's this year. They pruned more than they did previous years, probably more than most other producers. And a light prune in Darjeeling effectively writes off your first flush. But it might give you a, a better late second flush, and then next year you'll, you'll probably have an, a, an improved quality as well. But to write off your first flush in Darjeeling is just an enormous um, financial handicap to impose on yourself. That's your, that's your start point. The costs of for a kilo of fine plucked leaf, it might be in the pre-minimum pricing era, seven to nine Kenyan shillings an hour for mainstream leaf, but around 25 for specialty leaf. You've not even got the leaf to the factory yet, and you're already 
way, you've got an enormous margin to make up in the final product cost. And don't forget, you've got you know, for 4.2 to 4.6 kilos of your green leaf for your made tea. So you've you've got a, a big um, headway to make up on the final product cost, and you haven't even start got it to the factory yet. Another example might be yeah, the traditional way of getting tea to the tea leaf, green leaf to the factory might be to dump it in a pickup. But there they put it in sort of special aerated baskets to get it to the factory. And that two or three pickup trucks getting the leaf there rather than one or a tractor. And that's fuel costs and wages. Again, just another increment onto the, the, the final product cost. I mean, you can go on and on in it. And I see that right through the process. When consumers pay a premium for specialty tea, what is the value they receive? You're, you're ultimately investing in quality. Um, and an approach to creating a product that is the best it can be, a large proportion of it should end up back in the communities that have spent the time in trying to create it for you. So wherever that specialty tea comes from, whether or not it's Japan, the Darjeeling Assam, Dimbula or Malawi, that investment in the regions and the districts that are making the tea is something that really is worthwhile. It's worth remembering that those people who are making good specialty tea are often improving their mainstream quality as well. Why is it good practice to pay farm gate prices that allow sustainable production, not just for specialty tea, as you mentioned, but commodity tea as well? It's a good practice because, I mean, we ultimately, we have an obligation to make sure our industry survives and that is reliant upon the people who grow and pluck and um, process tea. If we don't pay a sustainable price, they will do something else. Without an appropriate farm gate price, um, we don't have an industry, Dan, in my view. And um, it, it's, it's, it's our obligation to make sure that uh, any producer is appropriately remunerated. Otherwise, why would you grow tea? Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and tea experts? Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.